Hello and welcome to 5-Minute Chronicles and happy November. So earlier today I had a discussion with uh, my co-writer Ilya on a few topics and we had thought it would be a good idea to put it on the podcast. Uh, We think it would also be beneficial to hold kind of like a monthly storyteller meeting in hopes that in hopes that it'll drive inspiration and imagination into the community that actually listens in. Um, So the topics that we're going to discuss over is about NaNoWriMo, um, also setting expectations. We briefly, briefly touch on organization and we get into inspirations and stuff like that. Um, So let's uh, go ahead and get right into it. And thanks so much again. All right, so I guess the first topic that we can talk about is the NaNoWriMo. Yes. Um, so if folks aren't very uh, familiar with that, NaNoWriMo is a month-long project, kind of the same thing as the Inktober, No Shave November, but it's about writing. And it's mostly about uh, folks trying to write a novel for that month as kind of like crossing off their bucket list and it's been going on since 2001 and uh, a lot of people there's always a lot of support and people try to do it and um, just something that might be interesting especially since we speak to a lot of different writers so so basically you you try to write a novel within the first month yes uh, within November exactly pretty much Mm-hmm. And uh, there is like a 5,000 word goal to it, or does it matter? It's, I, I, it's a 50,000 word goal. And um, people try to parse it out like, I'm going to write 3,000 one day, uh, 3,000 another. And if I do it all this, then I'll be done. Um, it's about setting personal goals more than anything. Have you have you participated in this? Like no, or, <laughs> I'm not that disciplined. <laughs> what about what about um, anybody you know? Um, not any. Um, there are a few online friends that I've talked to that have done it or tried to, but it seems to um, come up a lot more like for the writing communities that I'm a part of, where people get really hyped for it. Right. But. I don't have the discipline. I'm, I'm more of the case that um, I'll write something or I have an idea and I write for maybe a year <laughs> or <laughs> try to write short stories or something smaller. It just depends on my time frame. Right, right. So do you, do you upload it to like their website or... So I'm guessing it's just, just like Inkt- Inktober. You just post it on whatever form that you're that you want to and then I guess you tag it as NaNoWriMo um, exactly for writing okay exactly you could keep it to yourself you could post it for other ones you could get suggestions there's a website called NaNoWriMo out that you can actually uh, speak with other people that are doing it and get hints and help at the right time but it's a significant writing challenge and anyone who is an author at least would know a little bit about it um, or at least be interested to know about it. Not to say you this is like the particular month you have to write, but it's just kind of become tradition at this point. Yeah, and that's kind of cool because you can like 
you can build a community around just NaNoWriMo, you know, or you can meet people that you didn't really know exactly. on the forums that you're posting from, which is cool. And then you can also, you know, derive like inspiration and um, ideas from other people's stories. So it's kind of cool to see like something kind of like Inktop- Inktober or No Shave November or something like that, you know, Exactly. Um, but for, for writing. Yeah, I didn't, I had no clue that there was something like that until you were telling me about that. <laughs> Yep. Um, it's really not something that people know a lot about because it's it has its verse. I, I, it be, it's really popular, but then it's not so popular. But a lot of people kind of like hype it up. But it's it's good to get the word out there and, you know, kind of complete your bucket list and write a book. Yeah, if, definitely. If that's something that you're looking into. Exactly. I mean, me- yeah, like me, me personally, I don't really, you know, uh, consider myself wanting to, or I don't see myself writing like a huge novel or anything like that or a series or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more like, you know, short stories in the moment, you know, if I got an idea, I got to put it down on paper type person, you know, so I mean... It'd be cool to have something like that for once a month for people like me, but I, I can I can see, you know, 50,000 words as a book. You know, I did like a, a, you know, going through like Reddit and stuff, you see a lot of people wanting to write long, long books and mm-hmm. stories and, and people discuss it all the time. So it's kind of cool that they have something to kind of pull together and, and go with, you know? Exactly. And honestly, like for people creating their first books a lot more i see people putting collections of short stories together and if that's your way of writing i don't think of any reason why not to you know um like Ilya's journey that we're kind of you know producing episodes on i mean it's just a series of short stories together um if if i you did like more of a longer narrative you could add in maybe a bit more detail but it really depends on what's comfortable for you as a writer yeah that's true this i mean the way that we do it in our our uh, workflow and stuff like that mm-hmm. would be a little bit more difficult we would definitely have to like um copy everything that we do which yes would be a slightly difficult but definitely possible with certain add-ons like elephant and you know what you know blizzard and stuff has come out with now with the communities and stuff like that but no it's very true you you can take all those um you know little stories of snippets and stuff like that and compile them together in one large book that you've been writing over the year i don't know if that'd be cheating but i mean (laughs) Want me to tell you a, 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 a trip here? Um, actually, uh, Ledwin uh, has a character he was uh, playing with for a bit, way before WoW and everything, and he's got logs of like all the old stuff, and he was putting together a story based on that. Is that through um, the muds that you got? You guys used to do, or yeah, yeah, it's through. Um, so muds are for those that are younger, basically like. Um, MMOs or like um, chat rooms static chat rooms where you kind of play in a world with one another they are cheap, they're free for a college student like me they were great because I didn't have to spend anything (laughs) 
and you know you talk and that you have other players that help uh, create stories for you or whatever but for him yeah he was in a Ravenloft campaign I don't know I don't know that much about D&D I can hear like a bunch of people going what why don't you <laughs> no but right. um he played in Ravenloft and uh, that's where his character kind of went forward and a big thing for me to start playing um, online RPGs was to develop my characters better. So that's why I gravitated towards them. So just a well, thought. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think like World of Warcraft and Guild Wars and, you know, other RPGs gave like a different um, forum for people to kind of express yourselves in their writings and, and general ideas. Whereas like when you write down on you know a piece of paper you can definitely describe and get it you know as detailed as you want to mm-hmm. and kind of form that form that idea or that image yeah but when I agree. you have but when you have like an immersive world that you can go into and write about that's already there it becomes even more captivating you know so i think when things like nanorimo really promote you know general things like that i agree making books and you know fan fiction or or whatever the case may be so it's it's really cool to see something like that yeah and even though it may seem like a hard hard thing especially now it's like we're already one third way through the month um it's more about just uh, setting guidelines for yourself like i'm gonna complete the short story until for this entire week and that's what you work on or I'm going to try and write 10,000 words good luck <laughs> and I'm going to do it all but it's just about setting guidelines and kind of finding out what kind of writer you are yeah yeah so the 50,000 words isn't necessarily like you know it's not like you can't participate if you don't make 50,000 words exactly exactly it can, it can definitely be well under that um you know, it's just a, a month that everyone, every most writers pull together to kind of express themselves. And that, I yep. think I think that's really neat. That's yeah, really cool. that's very true. And uh, so that brings to uh, next topic. Um, more about like writing expectations or did you have something else? No, that's fine. I think having expectations are um, are is is healthy. I don't. I think if you have like too far or too high expectations, it's definitely a goal to start reaching for. Mm-hmm. Um, me, me personally, like if I'm making a story, I try not to over uh, complicate things. So I want to make sure that my expectations are met before my audiences, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I kind of work out that way. So if I'm content and I love what I'm doing and I'm lo- and I love the direction that this story is going, then that's what I'll start to stick with. And as I slowly release content, I kind of gauge what everybody's doing and, and what they're, you know, what they think about. So then I'll start to kind of go around their expectations and kind of build around that. Exactly. I mean, um, you're not going to start like if you grew up reading like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings 
it's kind of hard to start out and kind of have a very fleshed out world and do like seven books or three books even of this world yeah and not to say it isn't possible but it might be like setting yourself up when you're like halfway through the book and you're lost or you have huge writer's block and you're not sure how to proceed um a lot of folks especially like for science fiction um, think like short stories are really good mediums because you can kind of flesh out the snippet of this world that you're thinking about. And if you really like it, then you kind of expand a full world on it or whatnot. So, yeah, exactly. I think when dealing with expectations, um, you know, like I said, you should definitely look at your own first. Mm-hmm. Don't try not, try not to get, um, too you know not scared but try not to get too overwhelmed by reading other people's stuff and figuring out what you want to do with your own story you know i told um lyrica you know how i kind of write my stories out is i think of um, my beginning my middle and end plots of things usually if i have a beginning of what i want to write and an end of it mm-hmm. everything everything else kind of falls in place and oh, i make that's sh- really organized and yeah yeah it is organized funny (laughs) but uh yeah so you know i kind of like put my boundaries there and like okay this is how i expect things to go um towards the end and this is how i expect them to be towards the beginning so my expectations kind of already have their boundaries Mm -hmm. and then i'll work in between and when as my ideas kind of come as i go um i i can i get more in depth into them and i get deeper and deeper into the writing that's actually happening oh gotcha gotcha so you kind of plan like uh, a little bit of what you think might happen for the beginning middle end and then you just kind of flow and connect things together yeah exactly exactly and that and that leaves room for me to work as well because there have been times where you know i set my sights on like okay i want to do three pages of whatever for a short story and I just will find my, be- I'll write out my end, my beginning, and then I'll figure out my end. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up being like 10 pages long. And I'm like, I need to cut this down a little bit. Though 10 pages would definitely be considered a short story as well. No, it definitely is. Um, I think that's kind of where the editing comes in. Like you finish your story and then you go over it to kind of see like, okay, maybe if I change this adjective here, um, smooth out, you know, grammar, or, and then if something doesn't make sense, then you build upon it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what are you, what about you? When you go to writing, what's your expectations on yourself and, you know, your style and stuff like that? Sure. So, um, my writing is not very organized. It, it starts with a lot of like concepts and, um, like, uh, I'll have a weird dream and I'll be like, Oh, this would be a cool short story. And that's basically all I have to go on. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit. Um, you come up i come up loosely like okay this is how i'm gonna have my main my protagonist be there might be an antagonist here and i kind of have a loose setting and then i'll start writing 
I'm more of a discovery writer. And what discovery means is as I'm writing, I discovered the the plots while it's going. You know, I don't have it planned out. I'm just like, I'll have a loose definition of what the ending will be. And then uh, like something will happen. I'm like, oh, this is cooler. And I'll write that out. Um, what's been working for me more, though, is I'll do the outline of the writing first. Like, I'll have a very bare minimum, like, fight scene, some details, just enough to kind of get an idea of how the length is. And then when I go back to edit it, I'll add in more details, um, more of how the character should feel or whatnot, and the ending um a lot it's kind of haphazard because that's how i write <laughs> i don't know what i'm writing until i'm done i know i'm gonna write horror but at the end it might not be exactly horror it might be like psychological with thriller or something i don't know right so we, okay so if you were to meet somebody that started out let's say they never knew writing right all right and and they wanted to get into, say, uh, NaNoWriMo. Okay. Right. What type of expectations would you have them set? Like, huh. like, how would you, how would you, you know, what would you suggest to them? All right. So if they wanted to do NaNoWriMo, I would first direct them to the NaNoWriMo site, which is the, uh, we'll, we'll put in the show links for you, but it's uh, yeah. NaNoWriMo.org.about and it'll give a little bit more detail I'd ask them what exactly they'd want to write um and I guess it's a little bit more organized but uh kind of like write down an outline like here's your main character here's the side characters and just like some very brief definitions and then like first chapter a concept like he rides a bike and crashes. Second chapter. Oh my gosh, he survived. How? Third chapter. Um, you know, now his family is freaking out. I don't know. I'm just coming off the top of my head, but it's basically like just breaking it down and then finding out more on how other people are doing it. Even if this interests you and you're kind of in the middle and you don't know, maybe it would be best to join the forums and see how people start it and observe and then right. do it i mean heck you can even do it after november no one says like november has to be it if you like it and you feel like you can do it over the next year then do it you know nothing wrong with that yeah exactly how about I, you? um um like me what would i tell them yeah uh, honestly i think it i think my answer would be a little bit simpler it more simple it just don't worry you know don't freak out don't you know don't you know dwell over being the best of the best or having something just sh pop out just to make sure that it pops out to you for, for you everything else will kind of fall in line mm -hmm. I think when I first started writing i figured you know okay i need to write like some really cool stuff like i really need to come out there to make my name in our little community you know i need it to kind of shine a little bit so people knew who i was and when i started doing that i kind of felt like i was writing for 
for someone else, mm-hmm. you know, and not for myself. Yeah, that's that's and, the most important thing. Yeah, so when I started writing, you know, just saying screw it, I'm just going to write what I like and what I enjoy, you know, people just naturally started to gravitate to some of the stuff that I was putting out and producing. So, it like if if I if I had to give any advice for expectations, I'd just say, you know, stay with your own. Don't don't try to match somebody else. It doesn't matter. That's true too. Well, it's good to look at other people to see what they do. You don't have to do exactly like them. If you want to do like a Western sci-fi fantasy, go for it. Um, I mean, uh, look at Stan Lee, um, who created this era of comic books. I know you're not a big of fan, but he created a new genre you know, where people weren't very conducive of it and created a larger empire based on doing what he loved. You know, if you do something of the same way, you know, other people will gravitate towards that passion. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's the same way with the, um, you know, the writing gaming community Mm -hmm. type thing, you know. People have compassion for what they write in for what they write for in these games and you know the fiction that that they do you know um really touches some people and kind of helps people through difficult times that um there's been plenty of um bonding between other people you know mentally and and just on like a social level and it's really like helped people through like friendships and how there's even been marriages that have been bonded together, you know, which I find pretty, pretty cool. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, so when, you know, when you start to like try to write like other people, like, and you start doing different things, others might get a different expectation. Like, oh, wow, this has, this person has this type of writing. It doesn't necessarily mean that this person is what they're writing but Mm -hmm. they might find that um they might find that the person that's writing that stuff is a little bit more different than um what they expected true and yeah so it's really interesting to see this type of stuff um well it's about more or less like finding what genres you enjoy writing about too um you know if you really like horror, you know, someone who really likes slasher films might have like a completely different writing style than someone that likes splatterpunk or something. There's nothing wrong with it. If they like enjoying doing it, that's fine. Um, but it's just finding your niche or kind of what you like writing. Yeah, exactly. But um, cool. So, yeah, expectations kind of keep to yourself, um, you know, your own expectations don't really, you know, definitely explore, but don't stress anything. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Yeah, definitely. So tell me your inspirations. Like, what are you inspired by? Like, what, what gets you going? <laughs> All right. Um, so inspiration lately has been totally horror. No surprise there. Even it's Halloween every day in my head. Let's get it straight. I don't care. Um, so inspirations for me, I love um, Shintaro Kago. 
He's like this really like out there, strange horror-ish writer. Um, he takes like um, some kind of different thing like pipes and he expands it to where it's all about pipes and he does this with glue and everything else. He's a really cool manga artist. Of course there's, you know, Stephen King um, you know Cronenberg uh, you know Body Horror Right. No Sleep Podcast um, I've been reading a lot of uh, VG Graham for her like fantasy books and stuff and that's kind of where I've been. I haven't been writing too much just smaller things just to keep myself into it but that's kind of where I'm at. How about yourself? Well, I um, I definitely get my inspiration from um, you and a lot of the people that write throughout Aww. the community. Well, but my main my main inspiration honestly just comes from music you know um oh that's a big one too Mm -hmm. yeah i just you know sometimes the lyrics will catch me a certain way in a song and i'll focus a whole story based off of one line that was in a song you know or um just maybe the feel or the ambience of another song or there's sometimes they don't even have to have lyrics just you know um instrumentals it'll just drive the imagination and uh i'll I'll just start to think of things you know and come up with intricate and in-depth ways to kind of move the story along um and that's kind of what i do and and i like i like the i like interactions with the community that's reading so i i like when people are able to interact with the story itself so Mm -hmm. much like when i wrote um i wrote a story for you Mm -hmm. we did some stuff with tumblr as well and i thought that was kind of interesting yeah and um you know and then we had the other ideas with um when there's like a huge event going on a writing event then we can use like the you know the mixer radio for Mm -hmm. some other other type of things maybe enter you know Interviews. Put that in there, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. A- anything really, yeah. So you There's know, no wrong spot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, that's what that's what kind of drives me and inspires me is the is the people that are really interested. They get interested in, um, they see different things that happen that usually doesn't happen when it comes to you know a writing event or anything like that. And sure. then, um, but yeah, definitely, definitely music. Um, and it can be like any type of music that does it. Um, Do you have any particular favorites right now? No, nothing right now. It, okay. it's, uh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Favorite um, genres then? Uh, and anything gaming and inst- instrumental, really. Instrumental? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. classical or like. Oh, uh, like gaming, like OSTs, okay. yeah, original soundtracks, yeah, right. that's, the, it, yeah, they really like kind of, you know, yeah, get it a, going for me. A lot of gaming soundtracks are really incredible. Even just right some the right indie ones can really uh, transform a game, and it's really cool. And you might be interested. Have you ever heard of um, Overclock.org? No, I have not. Okay, so it's a community of, and I don't even know if they're still st- 
still available. But yeah, it's a community where they take like gaming OSTs and they remix them. So like they'll do like Mega Man with different remixes or Castlevania or there might be a whole bunch of different ones now. It's been a few years since I've been there, but it might be something you might be interested in. Really? Really? I'll have to check that out then. Yeah, I never knew anything about that. I, I know I look around for a lot of different variants on songs that are already out for original soundtracks. That might be something you'd be really interested in. I'll have to double check and I'll send you a link after the show and see if it's still available. But yeah, it's it's really it was really popular. But then again, it's been a few years since I checked it out. So but it might be up your alley. Yeah, I'm sure. Or anybody else's. Exactly. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. uh, it, what what's interesting to me about you is how um, inspired you get about the community, because you're always very very true to the community first with the ra- the radio station and and i think you derive a lot of um you you like seeing the interaction with everyone when everyone's having a good time or coming together for that stuff yeah i think it's i think it's really interesting to um watch people kind of get together that have never seen each other in real life before mm-hmm. you know that's or, true i like um I like the idea of people pulling together and sharing ideas and, uh, you know, just exploring different ideas or inspirations or perspectives. And I think it's really interesting to watch people, you know, create and kind of build, you know, with each other, especially when we, you know, live in a place that, you know, or online where we don't ever really interact with people. This is where we interact the most with them. Yes. So, you know, if, you know, it's interesting just to see how people work and how they they move about. So, yeah, definitely the community is awesome. They've all they've also been really good to me. So it's not like, you know, I'm going to well, say anything bad. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you you put in as much as you'd put out, you know, uh, there's an ease for which someone can say hateful stuff. But if you choose to instead, um you know, whenever you write or share something like that, you're sharing a piece of yourself. You know, we're sharing a piece of ourselves and people that submit stories to us are submitting a piece of ourselves. And it's kind of cool to, you know, change it and let other people hear it that may not have known about it. Well, yeah, I think with it, with any type of community, you know, especially online there's so much there's so much drama that can happen and bullshit and you know you just have to kind of look past all that stuff you know but sometimes even you know drama and hate you know can kind of birth some type of inspiration or or some type of you know storyline that you never thought you'd ever explore that's Um, true i mean very true (laughs) Honestly, it's rare, but I mean, it's it's definitely possible. So it's it's not like I, I just feel like the, the the gaming, the writing gaming community is it's kind of like the wild, wild west right now. Yeah. Not, not a soul know really knows about it. You know, of course, there's thousands, and thousands of people that deal with it. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, there's like there's like millions of other things that people are doing and mm-hmm. they don't have an eye on what's going on within their own gaming community which is pretty interesting in itself i guess well 
Well, it, it just comes down to different fandoms, you know? Like, growing up, we, we were at the start of the, you know, the gaming community when it first came out, like, with computers. World Wide Web wasn't really started much yet. Um, so you had your Atari, then you had your, you know, your right, Sega Genesis right. and your, your Nintendo. And it, it was, I mean, you talk to people with there, but it was like, not many people had them because they were pretty expensive, um, at the time. And then you just kind of growing up and now gaming has interface with World Wide Web, so we got a big group, and you can almost consider them fandoms at this point. You know, um, someone that really likes Call of Duty is definitely a different person than like someone that likes uh, playing Harvest Moon. I mean, you could play both, but the communities are very different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's funny because I even in, in Overwatch, there's different type of um, uh, writings that go on just between the lore and that and that game's only been out for about two years and um, mm-hmm. you know and, and they're just everything's just starting to get off its feet with that so yeah there's definitely you know inspiration to be found in a lot of different things uh, good bad within the community out of the community um, I guess it just you know depends on what you're looking for and yes. what kind of like grasps you you know and mm-hmm. and that's what it's really all about Exactly, and how you can transform it. I mean, um, the biggest example, probably maybe well known, but uh, the Twilight fan fiction, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, was originally a, a Twilight fanfic that got turned into something else into the movies. As I said, it's not really the best example, but it's true. And that is a, that's a one eighty. I, know. I did not know that. <laughs> I know. Yes, it's very true. Yes, uh, uh, Twilight fanfic. Uh, they changed a few characters around, but yeah, it was essentially. Uh, yeah, they changed that wow, to Fifty gonna, Shades uh, of Grey. That is crazy. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> yep. So you with anything, and it got popular enough. So you know, that's yeah, what yeah. drove. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen it, but you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> works. <laughs> oh, I know that judging tone. Yeah, okay. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but nope. All right. So I think that's going to do it for us. I think I think we had some good discussions. You know, NaNoWriMo, yes. uh, inspiration. We touched on organization. Maybe we'll go in depth next month on something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and if anyone has any ideas or something you'd like to hear us talk about, feel free to... Leave it in the comments and we'll definitely look at it and Yeah, talk or about email it. or anything yes. really. Yeah. Yep. So but um yeah, thank thank you, Illy, for hanging out with me and talking to me for a little bit. Thanks everybody thank- for listening. Yes, and thank you as well, Roar, and thank you everyone for listening.